And the, the problem with what they did is they tried to cater to both the pros and the casuals. And the casuals. So you have an imbalance to to what people want. What did they do? They they, they kind of closed the the skill gap. Yeah. Uh, it, Street Fighter Five is actually super easy. It is the easiest in in the entire series of Street Fighter. Right. It's the most accessible when it comes to to new players compared to Third Strike and Street Fighter Four, where everything is very tight. Yeah, it's all about skill. Mm-hmm. All about skill. And you don't get to talk about these things. You don't get to talk about the stuff. And, and start out as a podcast and start out wanting to just play games and then you come up with this community of talking about things. And I think Gameoko now has this new um, has this new segment in their podcast. It's called um, Galore. G-A lore. Gameoko lore. They talk about the lores of the games. Which not many people hear um, in, in the Philippine community. But, but they're starting that now. They're doing that. But I will... Honestly, I've been seeing some people who talk about lore. Uh, there's this guy I met in college. I met him, uh, like, big fucker. Right. Uh, he initially came to me because uh, I look like your stereotypical nerd in, in college. That you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he approached me about Gundam. So, of course, yeah, I know about Gundam. And then that, that, that's where our friendship started. Then... We started talking about games and stuff. That's basically how they are. Mm, mm. And, and these guys are bringing it to mainstream. And that's what's really exciting about this. Is that being able to open that platform of discussion and storytelling. Um, and, and being able to talk about things that on a different level. And uh, again, thank you very much. It was, was a great opportunity for me to hang out with you guys. Soon, we'll do this again. Uh, and and uh, we'll talk about more stuff, and maybe we can join you in your podcast soon. So you know, <laughs> like like this time we're gonna do it. You know, <laughs> that's great. Now, talking about stories, that's another thing Filipinos are very good at, especially oh. married men are very good. <laughs> you know it. Uh, <laughs> storytelling in the Philippines is ingrained in our in our culture, with our folklore, with our with our mythos. With it's been carried over. With, with again with the example of Bayani mm-hmm. uh, Bayani the games they, they came up with a story that's loosely based on the Philippine heroes that's in a post-apocalyptic world and everything is modern but still has that rich roots root going back to Philippine history um, and, and and again you know the, the comic book character wave has just been introduced she's a Filipina I, I've heard about that but I've never gotten around to reading it it, it's not yet released. It's, it's she's gonna be part of the debut team of Agents of Atlas, and they're gonna go against uh, Malekith. Malekith of all people, of all beings, Malekith is back, and he is going to try and conquer all the nine realms, including Midgard. So obviously, well, of you know, of course, I mean, we're at Midgar right now. We're at Midgar right now. So, so she's gonna be part of the Agents of Atlas, uh, alongside other other internationally um, um, international heroes. Uh-huh. Um, Inclusive of a Chinese dude who does martial arts and stuff, you know. I'm not saying that's stereotypical, I but... I mean, we you know. already have Danny Rand, but still. No, Danny Rand, Iron Fist, <laughs> but, you know. Um, but storytelling and, 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 and how it's embedded in Filipino culture is so rich that it spans time. And now it spans media. 
Um, before we had a comic book, one of, uh, very, one of the things that I really enjoyed reading was was this comic book called Trece. <laughs> and, and and you know I've I've always been fascinated with Philippine folklore, uh, you know how the Aswang and the Tikbala. We didn't see much of those. But there was a game about that though, but not not supernatural. If you remember back in the nineties, there was a oh, game yeah. called Anito. That never really hit, right? Never. We even had a demo disc for that. There, there's actually some gameplay on YouTube right now that you can it check out. There, and it's rare, but you'll find it there. The the the. The what the fuck moment for me there was when in the opening credits there's this old guy you know peeking through the leaves and they, he saw the conquistador ships coming yeah. and he goes nandito na sila <laughs> and, and what he's what? talking he spoke, tagalog he's tagalog man and <laughs> you don't hear that in video games it's a, it's a filipino developed uh, game unfortunately it it, it it was dissolved it was moved out to a different company mm, uh, and there's quite, quite it, it was it, it was interesting because you know you, you it's basically a diablo clone i'm sorry to say because it's top down top, uh, top it's down isometric top down, right? view 3d and it has dialogue you have one tamad there right right <laughs> <laughs> christ they and actually made them with an NPC. Right, right. And and you know, Anido, and there's quite a controversy surrounding that, really? actually. Um, the company that inherited the project mm-hmm. uh, was I, I believe now I may be wrong about this, that it, it was a Malaysian company that that got um, shut down because they were using um, pirated software. Oh, which then led to the to the actual demise of the game Oof. because the, the, the developers that inherited the the IP um, was shut down, so the IP was gone. Oh, uh, that's right? unfortunate. It, it would have been a great thing to 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 have Filipino folklore and mythology Damn, translated. Busted of piracy. <laughs> because of piracy. How apt. Uh, <laughs> um, um, and, and now, um, very recently, the comic book that I was talking about, Trece, and I read that you read this. Um, and, and thank you, shout out to our sister RJ for uh, yeah. uh, giving, lending us the books. Giving uh, us awesome shirts. And then some shirts too. <laughs> um, it's now crossing over to something that's a little bit more popular than, than, than printed material and it's Netflix. It's surprisingly, I was actually surprised when I saw that announcement. Well, I didn't see the announcement. I was skimming through Netflix one day. <laughs> I'm yeah, minding my own business, half awake, still hungry, searching through Netflix, and I saw Trece. Coming soon. And then in the coming soon section goes Trece, supernatural detective. Uh, it's Alessandra. right too. It's it, it's word for word that same comic. Right. And when it and then when the fi- image finally loaded, it's the artwork of Cajo Baldissimo, the art uh, the the guy who, who who drew that. Like what? This is. <laughs> No way! And then I went online and I started searching it, and lo and behold, I think it was, it's the same guys, and again, I might be wrong about this, it's the same guys who created the Castlevania animation. We're gonna work on it. Oh, really? Oh. And you, you all know that Netflix Castlevania was good! I, I like the art. It was serviceable. It's, it's, it's. We finally have something good out of video game adaptation right right and you don't get that a lot too you know <laughs> uh, and, and I was surprised about that and, and and so I did my research I did some reading um, and me being going going to where I was in, uh, inspired to dream big before I wanted to be part of the creator side right and, and, and the dogs are going crazy again 
section. Chum, chum, chum. We, we're out of drinks. We have to drink. We have to drink some more. We cannot have pop mug without drinks, without pop. <laughs> so the pop, to power our energy, power our S-cells, as Akira Toriyama said. Do you know about S-cells, by the way? S-cells are, are the cells of a Saiyan. They're nice. No, S-cells? What? Like, oh god, like, this is the thing that happens when, when you just continue your work mindlessly. <laughs> Toriyama just wanted to end it in Z. After Cell, uh, after Majin Buu. Right. He wanted to end it there. But no. then Toei wanted more, more Goku, please. Then GT. GT happened. And we thought that was bad. It was fine, I guess. I mean, it introduced Pan as a granddaughter. But you know what, what really brought him back? To those? No. Dragon Ball Evolution. No, no, no. no. We're, talk, we're, talking about, we're talking about GT first. <laughs> GT is... Mm, so it's not great, but I like the Mega Shenron. Because I like the I like the concept of the evil dragons. Yeah. You wish too much. You overused it, so everything is is left negative. Mm. So there's there's like seven personifications of the Dragon Ball. There's seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> one one represents a bad wish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there there's seven Shenrons running around the world. Which is which is actually a pretty cool concept. Because you don't really see the dragon that much in Dragon Ball. Right. Shenron only comes out when you get a wish. Every time after a baddie is defeated. Wish them back, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, you know, I mean that defeats the rule. Because you know the rule, right? If a person is already wished back and they die again, they can't be wished back. Yeah, yeah. So many times have these people of Earth died? Well, maybe it's a different set of people. <laughs> anyway, anyway, going back. Um, from, from one bad story to a good one. Like, um, I did my research and um, I did a little bit of reading about the Philippine folklore and, and which eventually led me to stalking the co-creator of Dress. And I'm not afraid to admit this. I stalked the guy for a, for a week or uh, for a month uh, and tried to get him on Facebook. And, and finally, you know, again, as the, the second back to the back to back, uh, comeback uh, episode of Pop Mag. I had the distinct honor and pleasure of talking to yet another cro- uh, creator, Pinoy mm-hmm. creator, who had a really good thing going. And I had the opportunity to talk to the creator of Trece himself, the co-creator of Trece himself. Kajo Badissimo was the guy who, 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 who drew Trece and, and, and the comic. But the guy who wrote it, Mr. Bajetta, mm-hmm. I got the opportunity to do a one-on-one interview with okay. That's 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 something that I'm really proud of, and um, and I, I got to ask him a lot of things. We had a, a really good conversation about how to write stuff and what what's next for you know what's next for um, Filipino writing community and how he came up with the whole idea of Trese. Uh And and this is yet another example of somebody who dreamt about something mm-hmm. and dreamt big. With the help of his friends and with the help of his determination, he was able to get to live the dream big too. So, 
I can only I can only gander in awe of of what has been achieved. And and without further ado, I like I'd like you guys to listen in to, to the conversation I had with uh, Mr. Bajetan, which I'm getting his name right now, by the way. Finally. Finally. <laughs>